hell houses in churches that are literally, excuse my language, but scaring the hell out of people. Well, we'll, we'll watch it. Let's talk, Let's talk about, about it. it. <laughs> All right. So Morgan, are you, fam- how familiar are you with what you can call them judgment houses? You can call them heaven and hell plays or skits, hell houses. Some would call them. How familiar are you? Uh, not familiar at all. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So you grew up an evangelical Christian and you never attended a Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames no. type production? No. Or a more immersive production like Judgment House? No, I had never heard of such a thing ever. <laughs> you guys in the comment section, have you attended? Have you heard of these? Could we? Well, now, you, now you're a little bit familiar with them. We're about to play some a clips. Little. Like tiny bit. Like, I don't know what the clips that you're going to play. I don't know. I don't know what these plays are. I've seen one thing on Instagram, I think, where like a church was, it like went viral. It was maybe a reel or something a couple years ago. The reel went viral because it was a church taking you on a tour of their hell house or whatever it was, horror house. I don't even know. Um, and I was just like, Okay, well, so you felt like it was it was like a real thing, because I someone actually sent me and I saw it and responded to it yesterday. But a reel that a girl made of like, you know, kind of instead of a haunted house, here's what our church is doing in the barn, a hell house, and it looked like a parody. But guys, these things are very real. Mm-hmm. I attended one, uh, two, I believe I attended twice, and I have some thoughts. Uh, I guess why don't we just go ahead and, and play the clips to give the people who have no idea an idea of these and then we're really going to discuss the implications of churches that are really big into these do we feel like these are good moves by churches maybe appropriate alternatives to halloween haunted houses or do we think they're doing more harm than good i'm actually very i'm I'm excited to weigh in on these i definitely have thoughts um so yeah morgan without further ado uh this clip number one is from a popular it's called heaven's gates hell's flames it may be the most popular um what you, you go to church uh, oftentimes i believe they're around the halloween time and it you're gonna see this uh this first clip is showing and and just be forewarned guys like they don't mess around part of the what i think they're mm-hmm. trying to get across to the the public to their congregants and then maybe the guests that the congregants bring is this is shocking like there's some shock value here this first clip is jesus kind of getting crucified and the demonic realm delighting in that go ahead and play it morgan here we go <laughs> short and sweet there um but terrifying i'll be honest like that's chilling yeah it is it's creepy and as i was preparing and watching these clips it brought back vivid memories of me probably i if i had to guess nine-year-old maybe 10-year-old Go ahead and play the next clip. The next clip, Morgan, I find even more interesting in that... You were 9 or 10? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I was was a youngin'. I was a young buck. The next clip is... There's a... And we're about to, like, really break this down, what you're witnessing here, but a mother-daughter, the mother ends up ultimately saying, you know, I I don't need Jesus. 
I'm going to live my life. The daughter's trying to be like, no, mom, you, you need Jesus. Mm-hmm. They die in an intense, tragic way, as happens in this these plays. <laughs> and they're standing before, you know, the the... I don't know if it, you, it would be like standing before God, but they're they're seeing if their names are written in the, the book of life. Okay. And this ensues. Right. So you've got to look. You can't take me away from my baby. You have to look. I've got to be in there. I'm a good person. Demons. Get the mother. Demons get the mother, dragging the mom away from her daughter. Now, I must say, the next clip is, it flashes back to in front of the pearly gates, and the daughter is judged, and she gets led into heaven. And, you know, there's the rejoicing of the angels, even though she's a little bit sober as she goes through the gates. Well, as soon as she steps in there, she'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, but but seeing what had just happened to the mommy. Morgan, um... (laughs) Before we before we really start breaking this down, uh-huh. these uh, these church horror houses, horror houses, mm-hmm. these church hell houses, just what are your initial thoughts? Creepy. An outsider <laughs> looking Terrifying. in. Terrifying. Okay, but so are you? Are you? Is your initial reaction <laughs> before we peel the bandaid off that you see more harm in these than good? My initial reaction is this is scary, um, but sin is scary. So, you know, but yeah, my initial reaction is this is terrifying. <laughs> I actually, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I uh, threw up an Instagram story and said, hey guys, message me if you have been impacted by these type of events growing up and send me like where you're at with them now. Yes, and did people respond? Yeah, I got a handful of them, so I'm excited to share those. <laughs> but before I do, Morgan, um, let me let me just read. You can actually pull it up on the screen. This is like the official about us. What is, um, this is not Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames, but it's called Judgment House. And it's kind of a, I guess, a template for here's, here's this uh, immersive, interactive play that any church can do. Here's what it says about them. You can see it there. It says, Judgment House is a six to eight scene walkthrough drama that presents people's choices and the consequences of those choices, both in this life and the next. It is an effective tool used by churches and ministries across the U.S. and the world to communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ to those who might not necessarily attend church or hear a Sunday sermon. And you better believe if you're not attending church and you come and experience one of those, like, it's probably going to affect you one way or another. <laughs> it's definitely going to affect you one way or another. The Judgment House, I believe, is one where it's not so much everyone sits in the main uh, auditorium, but you go kind of from area of church to area of church. Right. That's what I saw on Instagram. It was like taking you through. Walk through. Church. Yeah. Yeah. It says Judgment House presentations have proven to be an innovative and effective tool to reach people of all ages and cultures. This out- This outreach involves the entire church community you work together to use your gifts and talents to provide this powerfully visual presentation to your community it is powerfully visual i will give them that um it breaks down the like four four scenes 
pretty interesting. And then Morgan, I actually thought this was super interesting. I, I randomly was searching and I came across this article from Salon. Uh, you can see the title of it there. Read that, Morgan. My Night in Judgment House, the church play about hell that made me a teenage born-again zealot. An evangelical theater experience like Sleep No More meets Dante's Inferno as interpreted by Franklin Graham. Yes. Wait, uh, who's Franklin Graham? Franklin, well, Franklin Graham is Billy, Billy Graham's, Graham's son. Son. Yeah, uh, but okay. I, I wanted to just scan this article. Those of you who are really intuitive, you could maybe kind of pick up hints that, oh, the person writing this article uh, looks back on it and ultimately the culmination of the article is going to be this was horrifying and inappropriate and now I've deconstructed and I am a uh, L- liberal lesbian. Liberal lesbian, ultimately. That's literally what her article says. <laughs> We're but, not saying that that's what she became. I'm just making that up. <laughs> but I thought that the way she presented it, because you just we just read their, the actual like statement from the yeah. website yeah and now let's read kind of her experience with it i I thought this was very interesting and then we'll kind of start breaking this down let's hear it uh she says she uh, it was the year 1998 i had no idea oh wait i was invited to go to judgment house i had no idea what it was but i liked how ominous it sounded i pictured a gothic house on a hilltop lit by bolts of lightning scored with spooky organ music and I, i do think yeah there's this is kind of the christian alternative to a horror house a haunted house yes yeah instead she says i arrived at an overcrowded megachurch parking lot she goes on to say judgment (laughs) she uh she describes it a little bit uh talks about how many there were she gives her background a little bit she says inside the judgment house the story began with death our guide a reedy-voiced woman with a flashlight and a glow-in-the-dark and glow-in-the-dark sneakers led us into a room done up like a funeral parlor. A casket, uh, flowers. The guide told us that inside the casket was a young man, 17 years old, a high school senior who had died in a car crash the night before. Actors playing his parents entered the room accompanied by other characters, their pastor, their younger daughter, and several of several of the dead boy's friends they talked about what kind of person the dead boy's dead boy character had been a good student a star athlete a leader in his youth group after the funeral service when everyone else had exited the room the dead boy emerged from the casket an angel arrived to escort him to the gates of heaven to be judged uh goes on blah blah blah. let's see oh it says uh oh it goes on to say, he never sincerely accepted Jesus into his heart. Oh, this is like the good boy that went to youth group. Mm-hmm. And so he cannot <laughs> enter the kingdom. With a bang, a pair of black hooded figures appeared to drag him away. Uh, it says, the theater was remarkably bad. Um, but to my 11-year-old self, it was electric. I sprinted to the front of the group as we followed the boy and his infernal guards down the dark corridor up next was the showstopper moment of every judgment house production hell and she describes what hell was like and the intensity there intensity thereof and ultimately she goes on to say like this scarred me Mm -hmm. big time and now i've deconstructed and i'm a lesbian deconstructed i'm a lesbian she said it scarred me as an 11 year old 
and I, she said, she said, and this is the last thing I'll say about that. She said that she left after being like, I need, I need to turn from my sins. Like, I don't want to go to hell. And then she immersed herself in like revelate the book of revelations and the end times. And she got consumed with that. She became this religious zealot. And then she got to college and realized, whoa, there's a much more accepting, loving way out there than the, the condemnation and fear of hell. I'm going to choose this path. And she has been on that path ever since. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, you know, when it comes to like fear tactics of like placing fear into people to bring them to know Jesus, I'm not for or against it. <laughs> like, obviously, there are plenty of people who have like been scared for their lives and that's what brought them to Jesus. Like, there are plenty of testimonies out there where it's like, I was in a car wreck or like something crazy, you know, happened and I just saw my life flash before my eyes. I was terrified and realized like I need Jesus. Um, There are stories like that. There are stories like street preachers who, you know, are really aggressive and like they have plenty of people who would say like because of a street preacher, I came to know God because of their intense preaching, but I wouldn't go out and street preach like them. I, I don't feel called to that. I don't feel convicted to that. And I don't feel like doing these judgment houses is something that I am convicted to be a part of or called to be a part of that. I don't feel like that's the way for me. Um, so I don't know. Well, my main question was, is it okay to scare people or just, yeah, strike them with, a real intense fear, mm-hmm. um, scare them into heaven via condemnation, sin, judgment, hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the big question. And I, I have some thoughts again, I attended, I believe two of them. They were shocking to me. It was scary. It was sobering. Let me get to some of the Instagram. I wouldn't even, I was going to call them just Instagram messages. They're more Instagram testimonies. Um, where people are at, and they might actually provide you guys with some surprising insight before you come to like a really hard conclusion. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, All right, I'll pull those up, Morgan. As I'm pulling them up, um, we pause this, blah, blah, blah. Interrupt your video. You guys wanted to say real quick, (laughs) uh, shout out to the patrons. Thank you guys for supporting what we do on here. Uh, YouTube is a lot of work, and you guys make this car a rolling. If you guys want to become a patron and support what we're doing here, we do patron only zoom calls, which we, I would say we have one, uh, yeah, next we week. Have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do it next week. Next week. So get ready for that. Uh, weekly patron encouragements, 30% off our new merch shout out in the world of the word, have Woo-hoo! hope be free and so forth. We got some sweet nineties inspired pieces. Uh, become a patron patron.com slash Paul Morgan show. The link is below. Let me start going through some of these. Uh, People started writing in. One person told me, uh, my husband did as a kid attended one of these events and it traumatized him until he was a teenager. Still <laughs> slightly bothers him today and he's 31. Oh, no. Okay, we're not starting out with a good one. Um, <laughs> someone else said, freaked out in the moment. I was probably in high school, but it didn't last long. I feel like my whole childhood growing up in the church was defined by being scared of going to hell. Mm -hmm. I said the sinner's prayer so many times because the emphasis of the gospel presentation was always focused on the fact that you'd go to hell if you didn't accept Jesus. Never anything about being reconciled to God and enjoying him forever. Mm. 
you tired, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, or if there was anything like that, it was drowned out by the fear. But then, all right, guys, hold on a minute. Listen to a few of these. Uh, we have a sister from our church that got saved and gave her life to Christ through what we would call the walkthrough play. Uh, almost like what the world would call a haunted house. And she's been there and faithful for over 10 years, I would say. So I think if it can bring one or two, it would definitely be worth it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, someone else said, uh, I've been to a hell house. I've also been to the heaven gate sells flames. I was actually a part of the production and played an angel. I remember going to the hell house and it did draw me closer to God and help me to understand that hell is real. And then actually a friend of mine from my old church mm-hmm. messaged and said, yes, it was at my school and I gave my life to Christ that night during the heaven and hell play. Wow. So thoughts? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that it absolutely can reach people and it can also traumatize people. I think that like, well, you let read a little bit of that article. Why can't I speak a little bit of that article to me earlier? And it sounded like this 11 year old girl went with some friends or something. Like it wasn't even like her parents took her. So she went with some friends and then like went home and was probably just like traumatized slash like on fire or whatever became a zealot. Um, but to me, I'm like, if you're going to take a young child to that, 9, 10, 11, 12, even young teenager to that, like, you should be prepared to talk afterwards and share, like, guys, it's not all fear. Like, you shouldn't choose Jesus because you're terrified to go to hell and you know he's the only way. Like, and some people might disagree with that and be like, no, you should. Like, that should be what you do. Um, but yeah, like the, you know, the talking about the redemptive side of Jesus died on the cross so that we could have a relationship with God and not have to spend an eternity in hell and blah, blah, blah. Well, Morgan, I agree <laughs> with you on the point that let's be real, guys. Like, yeah, it's an intense play that has very mature themes. Um, so yeah, we, we might want to have conversations with our kids. Maybe there should be an age limit. Um, it's tough. Yeah. Because it's like what, you know, she goes with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see some people saying, uh, you know, or one person in particular messaged me and said it was, it was very traumatic, very scary. I would just say those of you who are saying like, Oh, it was, it just traumatized me. You better not be going to haunted houses. And True. being cool with those. True that. Or watching horror movies. <laughs> but I'm traumatized by Jesus dying on the cross and what they did to him. Let's go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- I mean, this is this is like a whole nother level in, in some respects, though, of uh, a sobriety. Yeah. 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 Um, let me see. Yeah. Uh there does seem to be a trend of it was too heavy or that these, these plays are too heavy on the fear mm-hmm. tactics, but let's to be, to be fair. Uh, as I said, the girl, after seeing her mom get dragged away, she did go to heaven and there was the trumpet sounding before that there was two construction <laughs> workers. And I was watching a little bit. You saw one construction worker sharing the gospel with his buddy. 
the timing in the play is always so interesting. He shared the gospel, and then right after he did, and his buddy accepted Christ, the whole construction job <laughs> fell on them. Oh, no. And crushed them. Terrible. Yeah. But then you see him standing at the pearly gates, and the music plays, and the angels welcome him into heaven. So Only it, one of them? Both. Oh. Both. Phew. <laughs> so there is that exciting aspect. So let's not act like it's just total... Like, right, right, right. Hell, they're hell, showing hell, all hell. sides. They're showing all sides. And yeah. I believe that oftentimes, if not every time, like a preacher comes out and delivers a gospel message afterwards and opens it up for, hey, if if you have questions, come get prayer. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm kind of trying to say is... What are you trying to say? <laughs> as kind of shock value as this is, as maybe fear-based as it is, like maybe there's more fear happening here than there is love Mm -hmm. the fear mixed with the love we got to have both maybe this side's heavier on the fear maybe you could keep going on with maybe this maybe this i i recognize that Mm -hmm. okay maybe it's just over the top maybe it's too black and white maybe it deserves some nuance all that said maybe americans have kind of been desensitized to the reality of what eternal torment in hell is that's true and i actually thought of people that are like this is just too much this is a fear tactic i thought of going on campuses during um i'm not going to say the the a word uh baby deletion rallies where uh Mm -hmm. the good ones where where people are advocating for you know saving the babies and sometimes you see people holding up signs of the reality of what baby deletion is and it shows pictures and people will come over and be like take these signs away this is highly inappropriate that's so graphic that's so graphic that are pro baby deletion Mm -hmm. and what these people are doing is showing the reality of it of it like this is what you're for this is what you are promoting why are you offended by this and i feel like that's kind of what's happening here Mm. we get so uh, repulsed no it's it's way too fear-based yeah but if you reject jesus you're going to spend an eternity in the lake of fire where the worm never dies. So maybe mm. those of us who really stiff arm this, and again, I'm not like coming out here to say Morgan and I are going to start this play at our church tomorrow. No. But if we're really no. stiff arming this, <laughs> I just encourage people to see other ways of evangelism and say, you know what? Lord, use those ways of evangelism use the campus preacher that maybe is a little too hard on the wrath of god isn't that what i just said (laughs) it's not my choice of evangelism but i'll pray that it's blessed and that people come to know the lord that the one was reached because he goes after the one oh Why did that song come to my mind? Why did it? Does he, is there a line in there that talks about going after the one? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why. Leaves the 99. Leaves the 99. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, my experience, again, looking back, I was like, whoa. This kind of like, even as a 12-year-old that came from a Christian family, I loved the Lord at a young age even though I feel like I officially surrendered my life to him at 14, but I just remember being like, I, I'm, I like, I like this play. 
<laughs> yeah, of course you did. You weren't allowed to watch any like fun movies or TV shows. That was the so. highlight of my year, dude. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, let's go to the Judgment House. It gave me a stinking rush. <laughs> I went all seven nights. Back to back to back to back nights. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, what do you guys goodness, think, though? Uh, so, <laughs> we, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys think? Do you all have a strong uh, reaction that is different from where Morgan and I landed on this? Or do you feel like, oh, right on. Love let to hear it. Know. Keep the combo going. Comment below and let us know. Let us know. All right, guys. We love <laughs> you very much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll catch you again soon. Have hope. And be free. If you're in the live, we'll be right back. <laughs>